0: Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Casthaven. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dirtles. Go you go Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always is Nathan Golia. Nate, how's it going?
1: Good. Zach, we got to jump right in on this one, I think. Yeah. So we've been, we've been talking about our Patreon campaign. We hit $100 on Patreon. We're going to do deck text for the top eight decks in Legacy, as are posted on tggoldfish.com. And I just want to read you the top eight decks right now, okay? Go for it. They are, in order, Grixis Delver, then number two, Four-Color Leovold, which is a weird name for what you would maybe call a four-color controller checkpile. Number three, Death and Taxes. Number four, Ad Nauseam Tendrils. Number five, Jeskai Stoneblade. Number six is this uh, white-black reanimation uh, Depth deck. Okay. It's 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 sort of the new flavor of the month for these super-fast reanimator decks. Uh, number seven is Bug Delver, and number eight is Lands, and there is a clean cut at eight. Number nine is Elves, but let's just say number eight is Lands, and that's a 13 decks in the in the reporting. So everything's 13 decks and up that I just that I just named.
0: Okay,
1: Zach, do you think that Legacy is becoming a little bit too samey? That the decks are starting to. Really sort out into one or two strategies.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think you, you kind of hit it on the head there. Um, I mean, you've got two different kinds of decks here for the most part. You either have the um, like tempo deck, you know, mm-hmm. or you have uh, sort of the uh, you know the the um, prison deck um, with with uh, you know a uh, regard in, in regards to that. You know, there's there's a couple of combo decks in that, obviously reanimator and storm. Uh, you know rounded out but um those are those are what three and seven on the list storm is four
1: and uh reanimator is six
0: so yes. it seems <laughs> like the the idea here is uh if you can't um tempo your opponent out if you don't have the uh, the the strategy that you're gonna tempo your opponent out or you're gonna stop them from doing things you're just gonna win before they can do either one of those things so yep right now i mean then and, and you know you have you have a, a meta of you know aggro, combo control that exists here but um i will definitely say that uh i think that you're really really restricted as far as what decks you're actually able to play like rug delver is not an option um you know jess guy delver not an option uh you know a, a lot of the other decks that you could be like oh it's a flavor of this type of deck there's only like a couple decks that you can choose uh to play that style of deck you have to have at least 60 of those 75 cards to play this deck and uh you know with regards to last week underground c is is a, a three of in almost all these decks
1: Underground Sea is at least a 3-of, and Grixis Delver, 4-Coddly Evolt, Ad Nauseam Tendro is probably a 2-of, and then uh, Bug Delver, yes. Well, I was surprised to see Jeskai Stoneblade on this list. Um, I, And I think, like, there's a couple things about that deck that are sort of putting it in that miracle slot. Um, but really the only fair deck that isn't playing Deathrite Shaman, but <clears throat> all the other Deathrite Shaman decks are playing Brainstorm. And that means that you have this this formation of decks it's just like death right your cantrips your force of wills your underground seas how many cards can you name in any of these decks
0: i mean if you told if you told me name name 90 of of a card in in any of these decks that have an underground sea in them i could pretty easily do it
1: yeah other than the one that starts with dark ritual and they share
0: (laughs) yeah and they share most of the same cards yeah
1: um I think what's interesting is that this deck that's labeled Four-Color Leovold is now, that used to be the check pile that was playing Leovold, that was playing Abrupt Decay, that came out um, in the Miracles, or in the uh, Countertop era. It's starting to trim the green back quite considerably. Um, The one that's, if you click it on Goldfish, has no Leovold or Abrupt Decay anywhere in the 75. It's
0: Um, called Four-Color Leovold without, without Leovold?
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a three-color deck without Leopold is what they're calling four-color Leovold. And you see him a couple places, you still see people sort of clinging, but it's really four green cards, you know, counting the Leovolds. Yeah. And uh, here's one with uh, two Leovolds, one Abrupt Decay. Like, that's not a ton. Um, So I think that it, it is getting a little frustrating. We talk a lot on this deck about, like what would you play? And it's like, well, really, like, if I... Was just gonna If I was, like, a robot and I had to win, I'm just going to load up on my Deathrite Shaman Underground Sea Brainstorm deck and see what happens. That's what I did at the Grand Prix, and I was doing okay, you know, for the most part. Um, I just, I think that what's about to happen here, though, is I think Deathrite Shaman is being targeted a lot, and I know I've talked about it on the show. I just can't, I just don't think it's the problem. I think we've just hit a critical mass of blue payoff cards that make it super hard to compete with any other kind of deck, right? Like all the fair decks are blue.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean that's that's you know not, not all the fair decks are blue. You've got death and taxes, right?
1: Death and taxes is pretty much a prison deck for the blue decks though, right? The irony about DNT is that it's the only deck I can beat with my zoo deck because you know that the D and T deck is so narrowly focused on beating these cantrip decks. You know <laughs> that it just like rolls over to, you know, a deck with thirty creatures. Sure, but I mean, that and deck, that I that, can't that, get baleful strokes with that deck.
0: In, in all fairness, that is legacy. Sometimes you do get beat by a pile of cards. You yeah. know, um, I almost lost to a mono green like uh, giant growth Gosbon ogre deck one time. So it, it, that can <laughs> happen for sure.
1: But um, but that's the thing. Like, you're not gonna, you're not, you're not thinking about that as a competitive player. That you're gonna, that's what you're gonna do, right? For sure, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Don't play my zoo deck. That's for sure. <laughs> I did not do very well <laughs> with it last night. Um, I think Deathrite Shaman is being targeted because it is the most prominent card. But I don't think that taking it out is gonna change anything. I think if you take it out of the format, you basically just all these decks just go up a turn and the interaction's pretty much the same. Like they're going to kill your thing on, or thought sees you or cantrip on turn one. Then they're going to play a Baleful Strix. Then they're going to play a Leopold Then they're going to play a Jace. You
0: know? Yeah. I mean, it, I feel like if you get rid of, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I hate death, right? Shaman as, as a card, because as a rug Delver player, it really restricts what I'm allowed to do. Um, but I feel like um, there, there's a homogeny, to these decks, if you take away Death Shaman, they're all going to be sort of like the the Checkpile deck and the Grixis Delver deck and you know the the um uh you know the four color Leavold deck is basically Check Pile, but all these decks are going to slowly homogenize into one same deck that's just like, well, I'll play Delver and Baleful Strix, I guess. Like, you know, they there it's it it just feels like we're by telling you you can't play a specific card here um you're going to basically create anything. create a meta of of all the all the same deck
1: well i mean that the idea is that there's already a meta of all the same
0: deck right for real. i mean yeah. yeah
1: and i think that but i just i just can't i just can't see the problem like i mean the thing is that death rite is a very good card and very good cards should be available to be played in legacy um, and I think, you know, that sounds like, well, we shouldn't be banning anything. And I don't really – I guess what I think is, like, I wouldn't – I'm not quite sure. I have an opinion that I might give on what to take out. And I know you you know I discussed a couple of cards before we started the podcast that are sort of off the radar, but really do tilt these – how would you play, right?
0: How well, yeah, you build they, your deck. They limit what other people are able to play because they exist, right? That, this was, that's, this, yes. That's the cards that we're thinking of here is the cards that – um, because this – uh, black, blue, uh, red deck exists, right? Um, you can't play uh, a different version of the same deck in a different color.
1: Right. right. And I think, like, my, my issue with Miracles was always that I felt that Counterbalance had such narrow answers to it that it was forcing this homogeneity. And really, what you've seen, and I, I think this is right, Abrupt Decay had just, like, fell off the map. Right? Yeah. Abrupt decay was creeping up into the forty percent range, right? And the Grixis Delver does not play it. These Leopold decks are sh- are cutting it. It's the first card that goes. Mm-hmm. Um let me just look at the storm decks.
0: It's generally like uh, a one of because like, oh maybe y'all end up hitting a chalice. Pack, right,
1: right. Yeah. And you don't need but you don't need it in, you know, Grixis. There's not enough enchantments. You know, it's <laughs> like an occasional choice for the cards for like, you know, storm sideboards. Yeah, but it's not in every storm sideboard. Uh, I don't see it here. This is Caleb Schur's deck from Atlanta. It's not there. Another person, fifth
0: place. You mean in uh, storm? Most in of the storm. storm decks have have gone to red, and they play um they play one Echoing Truth and um two uh, Chain of Vapor, and yep. they that's their answer to uh to um any card basically It's like you if if you've played uh one mana chalice then i'll get my echoing truth if you played a two mana chalice i'll get my chain of vapor you know yeah. it's very unlikely that you're gonna get both of them off before i kill you um
1: th- so, so yeah, yeah and, that's, look these both either of these decks from this atlanta open or this atlanta classic there are two in the top eight neither of them have abrupt decay i i just i just uh you know abrupt decay was there because it was the best way to answer counterbalance and now it's not needed look what happened. But it didn't really, it didn't really stop the blue-black shell from being the next best fair deck, which I don't want to say I'm surprised by. Though I, I mean, I'm I wasn't, I'm not that surprised that we're not seeing like Maverick or four-color loam or some of these other decks start or jund, you know, yeah. start to come back. I'm not really surprised by that, and the reason is because if you map the creatures in those decks to what the blue decks are able to play. Like, if you look at it, for example, all these decks are going to play Death Shaman, right? But going up the ladder, it's Baleful Strix is better than Dark Confidant. It's, you know, Vendillion Click or uh, Snapcaster Mage is better than Eternal Witness. Vendillion Click is better than Tide Hollow Sculler. I mean, like, and and here's the big one True Day Nemesis just makes neither Reliquary look stupid. Yeah. you give a 10, 10 night and you just sit there staring at the true name nemesis, unless you can give a trample. Um, and same thing with Baleful Strix just sits there staring at your, you know, gigantic Tarmagoif and you're just, you know, <laughs> you're just being laughed at. Um, so it's, there's not a real decision to be made other than you're playing the best cards, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I wanted because we, we stopped, we started recording because Zach said, I, I mentioned a card and then Zach was going to say he's got an idea about it. And I think, that, but let me just sort of break it down. I'll introduce what, what this card specifically. So you've got all these fetch lands, you've got all these cantrips, and then you've got these crazy value blue creatures that also pitch to force, right? You know, that's one of the amazing things about all these creatures, they all pitch to force, right? So, you can play like a bunch of baleful tricks because they could you can pitch one to force and the next one draws you a card and kills their guy. Like, oh my god, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, treating them as this just destroy this, just like invalidates all their point removal and pitches to force, right. Leopold draws you a card, like, it's crazy. Um, but on top of that, there's like other things that have happened, and specifically in black, black got Gurmag Angler, which is which just gobbles up all the fetch lands and cantrips. And then plops a five-five that can't be killed by most of the played removal, right?
0: Yeah, I mean the the thing the thing about uh, the, the the Grixis Delver deck specifically uh, is that you you basically don't really have to worry about your graveyard that much because you don't have to play Tarmogoyf, right? Um, the only thing you have to do is make sure that your graveyard is edible for your guy, right? So. Yeah. Um, you basically get to play a one mana five five later in the game and back it up with with some sort of uh, disruption, right? And I think that Gurmog Angler specifically is a real chore to deal with uh, if you're not playing, um, if you're playing like a Delver deck that's not black, right? Like you don't have the uh, the option of of uh killing your opponent's guy or blocking it with your own Gurmog, Gurmog Angler. And I think Gurmog Angler is the card that should go because it won't hurt the Grixis Delver deck a ton, um, but what it does is it gives that deck a little bit of a worse matchup against decks like Death and Taxes that are playing Caracas because they're going to switch up to Tassiger, right? And they don't lose a lot on that, but Tassiger is a legend. Now we're in a different zone. and, And that's a card that's slightly more easily dealt with yeah.
1: Well, the card that, that is best against Germat Angler is Swords to Plowshares, right? For sure. And that might be the thing that props up this guy Stoneblade deck. Like, how many four Swords to Plowshares decks are there now? There's yeah. there's that deck, and there's Death and Taxes. I mean, I, and I guess the question is, like, Germat Gangler banned, or shouldn't have been printed? Because is this just, look how busted Delve is as a mechanic?
0: Yeah, and once again, <laughs> like, we're, we're sitting here with a yet another Delve card that... I think probably shouldn't be in the meta.
1: The other thing about Gurmagangler Gangler is that you're never, you're not going to play it in a black deck. There's, there's very few black decks that actually would want this card, that aren't blue decks. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like you wouldn't play it in like a rock deck. It doesn't because one, you're probably playing Dark Confidant because you have to do something to draw cards. <laughs> and I actually did test it when it came out. I tested it in more of the rock, you know, junk style decks, mm-hmm. and it just I couldn't cast it you just aren't churning through your deck as fast yeah like I mean, thought see like I mean, i'm like oh i've got fetch lands i've got thought seas, i'll do stuff and like and then I'm also it's like yeah i guess this would just be better as you know almost anything else
0: i think one of the main problems here is new world new world order has made one mana blue spells like the thing that blue does in legacy right one mana draw a card one mana do this you know like and look i love blue i'm i'm a I'm a solid blue mage. I'm a hydromancer for life here, but the fact that you haven't balanced out the color pie in any other way, aside from just being like blue has selection and card drawing and there's nothing that's better in this game, you know, like there's nothing better than selection, figuring out what you need for that moment. Um, You know, like that's even in, you know, to, to, to pull a quick aside here, I've, I've been grinding like crazy in Hearthstone. I'm at rank. uh, I hit rank three this week. And the best card in the deck I'm playing is called Primordial Glyph. It's a two-mana spell, which is basically one mana in, in Hearthstone. It's a two-mana spell that that discovers a card, finds you a random card of three. You get to look at three cards and choose one. And it's it's all about selection. You know, if you get to choose, you have some agency there, and you get to decide where what the situation calls for, yeah, of course that's going to be better than say, oh, I'm going to look at your hand and take one of the cards out of your hand. Yeah. what if your opponent doesn't have cards in his hand? You know, like, or they aren't good or they draw the card.
1: Has there yeah. ever been a
0: time where you drew a brainstorm and was like, ah, crap. I drew brainstorm. Never.
1: Even with an empty hand, you just have to survive one more turn. Or if you're looking for like a looking. card in that moment, you luck. look,
0: you know, that's, that's what it's about. It's about selection. It's about finding things. And the fact that that's the only thing that blue does, it's, it's the thing that blue does well. But it seems lately to be the only thing Blue really does, um, aside from counter spells, right? Like, everyone knows Blue counter
1: spells. Well, I would say that the, the, the case has been that, that Blue's been getting better spells, or I'm sorry, better creatures overall. And, uh, you know, that's. Uh, <laughs> sorry, my son is calling me. Um, that's been what's pushing it way over the top.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is, is you know, you get stuff like Trinity Nemesis. Uh, you know, Baleful Strix is up there. You get uh, the, the Cryptic Serpent, which is which is a pretty interesting <laughs> yeah. card, but not but not like super broken. And, you know, specifically Trinity Nemesis, right? Because once Trinity Nemesis hits the board, you can't get rid of it unless you're playing specific cards that aren't actually good against the rest of your opponent's cards. Like, if I play Trinity Nemesis and I have a Tarmogoyf on the board, and you play, uh, what's it called, a uh, Golgari Charm? You're like, well, I mean, I got rid of one guy, you know, like it's, yeah,
1: it's, it's this sort of swingy gameplay where like the true name nemesis hits the board and their opponent, your opponent either has the answer or they don't and the game's over. Right. Yeah. And it's not satisfying, you know, you're not really doing anything, you know, the thing hits the board and do you name them? Right. Um, and the reason Gurmag Angler, I mean, not that you know, that's the most offensive card in the format, but what makes it great is that uh lightning bolt misses it, decay misses it, push misses it, you know, it can be Dismember, but now you're playing Dismember. Right?
0: Yeah, now now you have to play, you know, like I mean, think about a few a few months ago when I was playing in that uh that uh Bearded Dragon event where I where I did relatively well. I got on camera eventually, but You know, I was playing Dismember in the very first round. I would have made top eight had I not played the first round, right? The first round, I open up with two Dismember, and I'm playing it's a burn deck. And I'm just like, well, there's an auto-lose, you know? Like, this is the... I open up, and I'm just like, this is ten damage from this goblin guide I'm going to have to take. Because I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, like, not kill it, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah. But, like you've got this just sort of morass of blue creatures it's just too much and it it makes it so that death is always hit, ramping into the same stuff i guess that's sort of where i'm going with that so what do you think like, do de- you
0: think it's Trinity Nemesis it's got to go well i think
1: well like, like with Gurmag angler Tr- Nemesis sort of falls into the like shouldn't have been printed you know sure uh, i mean y- you knew yeah, you were it's in trouble though <laughs> well the thing is like it's not it's you know it's Rarely a four of, you know. I'm looking at it like it's one of them now. It's not like, but but it's out there and it's in enough decks that you have to play around it, right? Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, you've got to hold up your spot for that card.
1: It outclasses almost anything you can do at three mana. It, you know, it just it just stops anything out else at that. Like, you know, I love the new Crucible guy, but you know, who am I kidding? <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. You know, it's and that that thing is literally crucible of worlds on a creature that I can tutor for, and I'm just like, well, I can't. They they play a true name nemesis. This
0: thing's just a yeah. brick <laughs> until they create a land. that's like sacrifice this land. All your opponent's creatures get negative one, negative one until end of the turn.
1: Yeah, right. So I, I do think true nemesis is to go. The card, but the card that I think is sort of subtly too much, like really too much, and oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get so
0: much fucking griping online,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm looking at Snapcaster
0: Mage. You think Snapcaster Mage is the card that's got to go?
1: I think that if I was, if I, if I, if your problem is, if the problem with the format is the decks are all converging into similarity, I think those are the two cards that, if you take them out of the format, you will you will open up more options. So
0: you think it's Deathrite Shaman and.
1: Snap no, Master no, I Mage? think I think Snapcaster Mage and True Name.
0: Okay. Um and I
1: think Death Right should stay because I think I think it would people would not be bothered as much by the card if it wasn't always underground seat death right, next turn, you know, something like cantrip him to Torak. Like I just think that's I think it's the literal sameness of the gameplay. Whereas if it was death turn one, death right, turn two like Tarmogoyf, you know and then like off of Badlands or something. I think that's a little, I think that would feel different. Yeah. I understand people are going to disagree, but I just want to make my case about Snapcaster Mage, and here's, here's what happens. So Truny Nemesis, you know, really invalidates a lot of removal, and Snapcaster Mage makes it so that if you're playing creatures that aren't impervious to removal, that if that deck is playing Snapcaster Mage, they can recycle all of their very efficient, very good, excellent cards, like you know, so snap so like Snapcaster Swords, like Swords Snap Swords is enough to just shut down a lot of creature decks, right? right? You're gonna take care of two threats and present a threat of your own. Um, it, it the now that the Fatal Push has been printed, you've got Push Snap Push Bolt is good, and I think that if you look at, um, you know, if you look at the other formats where Snapcaster Mage is legal, in Vintage the best Snapcaster targets are restricted, right? Because they have a restricted list. Yeah. Like if you could play four ancestral recalls, Snapcaster Mage would be banned. Like it's the same, that's why Merchant Scroll is restricted the Minage, right? Because yeah. if, otherwise you just have five recalls, right? Um, and then, But there's no restricted list in Legacy. So Snapcaster Mage... With, and there's a just you know just insane amount of one mana spells. I mean, just think about surgical snap surgical and just how brutal that is yeah. for decks where it's, it's leaked to it. I think that if you it's bad enough that there's a I mean it's, it's not bad enough. It's hard enough that there is a ton of very efficient removal in Legacy. But what what compounds it is being able to cast all of it twice, and then you get the creature on top of it and you know if and again it pitches to force like the card's never really dead right yeah it's a flash a 2-1 with flash is is not even the worst in certain situations um i just uh i think that and the other thing is if you bend death right shaman then Snapcaster mage just gets super powered right yeah
0: there's no counter to it <laughs>
1: Yeah. Other than like scavenging, use or just nuking every graveyard, so that that would also be a problem, I think. Um, and I I, also, I forgot to say, like you know, Snapcaster Mage is legal as a four of in Modern, and it's one of the most played cards in Modern.
0: Right now. Um, right I mean, now. The, the Modern has has the bonus of every so often, blue's the worst color in Modern. That will never happen in Legacy.
1: But the other the other thing is that Pat Exile is not Swords to Plowshares, it's and not. like path snap path just ramps your opponent into something stupid like you know yeah. you know just a hard cast task or whatever like just like and then you know also you're not snap there's no snap ponder in modern you know snaps your visions is not the same right no it's definitely not uh, so i mean i think the so in one in one format the power level of the, the snapcaster targets is really high but they're restricted in the other format the power of it is so low the power of the targets is so low that Snapcaster is more reasonable while still being a, a insane staple. And I'm, and I'm just going to like the list of creatures I look, I thought about for this was Vendillion Click, Baleful Strix, Shardless Agent, Snapcaster Mage, Leovold, and True Name. That's just, it's way too much. Like they just are just way too much. They're just too much better than anything else you could be doing at that mana cost or in another color. And I feel like that's, what we're, what we're saying is, we, when they banned Sensei's Divining Top, you and I talked about. Well, it's been counterbalanced, they, well they banned counterbalance. They will they ban Terminus, and then we were like, of course they ban Top. They don't do subtle,
0: right? Yeah. The problem the problem with banning Top is that y- you basically have said, that blue is the only color with selection. I'll go. I'll say it again. I've said it yeah. like a thousand times. But now you're literally saying that you can't do this sort of thing unless you're playing with you know blue dual lands basically right so you know if you wanted to play painter if you wanted to play uh lands you know any of those any of those decks that like wouldn't normally be able to play brainstorm don't have that effect anymore
1: well then painter's fallen off the face of the earth ever since top was banned i mean yeah yeah it's just gone and that's too bad right i mean a legacy
0: deck. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I hate that like deck. First, but like yeah. it was a part of the meta and I didn't I think that that um you know it's it's the whole alpha predator thing when you take out the um the alpha predator other weird shit starts to pop up, you know. And and legacy is is a is a true environment um where where you can't just you can't kill all the all the you know mosquitoes because if you kill all the mosquitoes then all the like You know, then the rats decide that they're going to start eating people. You know, that's that's how I feel about legacy. If you just take out something that's a minor annoyance, then it turns out like, oh God, we've created a gigantic crazy monster instead. And that's that's just that's no good either. You know, you want to be able to set yourself up uh, when you make a band like that so that the the format becomes more diverse and not less diverse. When it becomes less diverse, that's really. That's that's the antithesis of what you're looking for. You want a a format where people are playing lots of different decks, not just all flocking to the exact same shell and changing. You know, maybe maybe ten cards between each deck. I mean, what is uh what what is Grix's Delver that four color, four, 4 color Leovold is not? You know, like it's just basically the same. Four, it's the same like sixty cards and then like fifteen cards shuffled about through it. I'm not talking about the sideboard. I'm talking about like. You know, one deck plays Jace, the other doesn't because it's playing Delver, you know? And I think we have lost Nate. Uh, so No, I'm here, I'm here, I got it. Oh, there, you're I'm here, there. good. Yep. Um. So one thing about,
1: but what happened with Top is that, like, they they took Top out because people looked at Top and said, well, without Top, you would never have this instant speed Terminus, and, you know, the counterbalance block, and it takes so long. Well, what happened? You still have Terminus. Right, often on your opponent's turn, thanks to Predict and Portent, Mm -hmm. and the deck is reasonable, right? And you just don't have counterbalance, which was really the card that that was the
0: problem. 100% counterbalance was the problem.
1: But by taking out top, you you just took the like one piece of card selection away from all any deck that isn't you know you took that card selection away option away from decks that might want it that might be able to prey on certain other components of the metagame yeah so if you take death right shaman out you've done you're doing that again you're saying that you're not you're not you're not stopping people from playing just for example noble hierarch into true Nemesis. If if a deck wants the ramp they'll just play noble hierarch right or play and maybe it's yeah, there's already the four Death Rite, four Noble Hierarch, four True Name deck that already exists. Mm-hmm. And if you take out the Death Rite, maybe that becomes Green Sun Zenith for uh, what's it called? Uh, Dryad Arbor. Maybe that becomes Birds of Paradise. Maybe it becomes Elvis Spirit Guide. It doesn't even matter because if the point is if you want the ramp, the option's already there with Noble Hierarch. Mm-hmm. And if you just want the grindiness, Death Rite is just an accelerator into your grindy cards. It's not the actual grindiness, it's not the top end. And when the way, withers has tried so hard to be surgical with these bands and they take out top instead of counterbalance which is really the annoying card but like in this case it's not really death right it's true name it's not show and tell it's Grizzlebrand, right like, yeah like if, you've show, if you show if the best thing you could show and tell in was sphinx of the steel wind it would just be a cute deck that people would play occasionally right yeah
0: for sure and i mean that's... There's, ever,
1: there's ever i know picking on show and tell as an example but like the, at some point they have to start taking a look at these top ends of these decks and stop being like, well, this enabler is just going to get worse every time we print something like this. It's like, well, the enabler can be fun, you know? It's yeah. the top end that just makes you roll your eyes.
0: Yeah, I think that the, the the thing that they really need to start doing is, one, not printing these cards, sure, but the the real problem is um, they're banning cards Because they're trying to get cute with the ban. Like, look, the problem had always been Counterbalance and Terminus. Why not just ban Counterbalance and Terminus, you know? Top wasn't a problem. Top was was a perceived problem because so many people were playing the deck that they were like, Oh, tournaments are boring because people are constantly topping. You know, they're constantly checking the top of their deck. But that's just a complaint that you have when you're sick of losing to Miracles all the time. If you kill miracles as a deck, then you don't have to worry about people complaining that like the top activations are taking too long because there's not forty tops in your average nine round tournament that you have to play against, you know.
1: Well, the other thing is too, like when you play top and Nick fit, you're not you're not checking it five times a turn. Yeah. You know, you just you're just like checking it and then you go to your turn right it's really like you, the counterba- counterbalance was warping how top like was weaponizing top i should say yeah. and even to an extent being able to float terminus was rep- was weaponizing top because people would float the terminus and then unfloat it if the person didn't do something where they wanted to flip the terminus that turn yeah. you know like it was being it was being you know weaponized in a way that was
0: Or floating wear and tear? What? How annoying was that?
1: Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. Right, I forgot about that (laughs) being annoying. Floating wear and tear to me is like the worst thing you could do. How many times did you play a cross and grip against Miracles and they had floated, they'd been floating a three and you had to, you knew they were floating a three, right? So you'd like try and figure out, oh, was this the top where they moved the three underneath so they could draw something else? And then you try and cross and grip, you know? Like that was miserable.
0: yeah. I mean, it's Sometimes. only happened to me once where I cast Crossing and grip and my opponent had a three because I started being like, okay, well, I'm going to put some lands down. I'm going to cast a one mana spell. They're going to try and d- do whatever they do. And then I'm going to cast Crossing and grip, you know, yeah. like that, that's, that's part of playing around that, that sequence. But I think that uh, what, what you're saying is completely spot on is like the, the, it's just, it's terrible.
1: Yeah. You, you can't just, you can't just you know, keep trying to cut decks off at the knees because then you just... The, the powerful cards are still up the ladder. Like, top is a... You know, obviously top is a good card, and obviously Deathrite Shaman's a good card, and I'm not saying they're not powerful, but Deathrite Shaman in, in a vacuum is a 1-2 creature that advances you by 1 mana, right? If there's a land in the graveyard. Or it's a 10-turn clock, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's a shame that they printed a card like Deathrite Shaman and didn't think about, like, the implications of... of giving black a mana accelerant in a deck that won't even use green mana, because that is that is the real root of, of why people are looking at this card even, right? Because you're playing a black deck that has a mana accelerant. But, that, but then, like, a
1: Badlands deck or a Scrubland deck could also get a mana accelerant, you know, for the for first sure. time. I don't think that should be taken away from them, because you know, the best thing those decks can play isn't close to True Name or even Leavold. I mean, and the other thing that Wizards have been doing that I've, that I've been finding a little bit irritating, I don't know if it's on purpose um, or if it's just coincidental, but what's been what's made this haul very hard is that when they have their supplementary sets, like Conspiracy and Commander, where they can print legacy cards... Mm-hmm. They tend to print them in blue. It's like, well, this card will be played in Legacy because every Legacy deck's already blue. But that's not what pe- people don't want more overpowered blue cards. Like we did a whole show on leavold I was like, this card is gonna be great, and I and I do like it. I got sick of it so quickly because it was everywhere immediately. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like if that card was in a different color combination, the effect is still incredibly powerful, and it could have, you know, been doing something for the format, just giving you a different kind of deck, giving you a new way if to that, attack it. But
0: then, if that was like Mardu colors imagine the yeah. decks that would have come off of that
1: right exactly and um true name is the same way like that's a bl- that's a blue merfolk i bet they thought this would give merfolk a boost and now Merfolk's completely you know <laughs> it's not even around though it might not even be a bad metagame choice you know but anyway um you know uh and i was trying to th- let's see um there was one other card i was thinking of that now escapes me but um but they get to the point where we are when we're when we're doing a set review, like we just did for Hour of Devastation, and we have like literally like stifle draw a card on a three one blue creature. We're like, this card is probably really good, but there's no room for it because they've already given us a ton of other blue playable cards. Yeah, imagine oh, if yeah, that was like a white
0: tricks. creature or like yeah. a green creature. You know, like yeah. that'd be that'd yep. be a, a a thought in some in some other color. You know.
1: Strix, Strix and Agent were the other two cards, because those came in a supplemental set as yeah. well, where it's like, yeah, I mean, cool, like, 1-1 one, one Flying Death Touch cantrip that's blue, that that that's going to find a home, but, you know, it would have been cool if it was in some other color combination, so that that color could get something, I mean... Um, you look like elvish visionary you know yeah. is, is good enough is is I'm, I'm sometimes like can i play elvish visionary in this green deck because i want like a cantripy creature <laughs> right yeah um, or even uh and like gifted etherborn which i you know I, which we talked about from uh, ether revolt like that's a two 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 three death touch for two and it's like yeah this is a cute card but Baleful Strix just does everything so why would i ever try this other thing
0: um, we even tried uh the the revolt creature, you know, like the Narna yeah. Renegade, R- you know, like we even tried to make that work uh in like but I a believe in that. rug deck and it just you know, didn't have much of a chance.
1: I, I, I believe in that card, but there isn't a, a compelling reason to really play a deck with it in there, um at this point, right? No you know because you know, it does get. I mean, like, it gets stolen while by true name, right? Yeah.
0: The only, the um, only thing that that card has going for it over any of the any of the blue cards that we mentioned is that it's green and you can't pyroblast it.
1: I mean, that gets to another maybe another segment of this. As long as we're doing this, as long as we're in this metagame, why is why did Grixis take over? Because it's blue black with pyroblast.
0: Yeah, I mean, the deck the decks running what one to two, uh, uh what's called lightning Bolts, and then it's running four Pyromancers, and then the rest of the deck is, is black and blue, right?
1: Well, it runs a variable amount of Pyromancer and Bolt, depending on if you've got Delver or your check pile or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so this Grixis Delver, I saw two Pyroblasts in the sideboard. Here's four, Here's a Grixis Control deck with two Pyroblasts and one Renetal Elemental Blast. You know, oh. it's just...
0: And what are the what are the red cards of the decks playing otherwise?
1: Oh, and also the Jaskai Stoneblade deck. So I saw this Jeskai Stoneblade deck moving up, and I post on Reddit, "Hey, why is this doing so well?" People are basically like, "You get to play the blue-white Stoneblade core, and you get Pyroblast and Blood Moon. <laughs> you know, just like these random hoser cards. Like red is like red is just a support color, like to the extreme right now, <laughs> and it's defined by its by its ability to be in the blue deck, but also be in opposition to the blue decks, right? Yeah, and it, that's just not it's just not a fun place to be." i think like i i was i was looking through my collection my like stack of playable cards like blue one's obviously pretty big the black one's pretty big the red one is by far the smallest of all the colors like i've got these little like boxes of playable cards so i can find them quickly i mean what's in there lightning bolt pyroblast blood moon a couple other damage spells pyromancer and in my case like like, I've got like plated geopede in there, I know and that
0: I, I know because I just recently reorganized my legacy cards. white is the smallest one for me, but that's you know my my opposition to order, I suppose, yeah,
1: <laughs> white isn't much, much white isn't much better, I mean that's what I'm saying, like white is probably second second most, and like really that's just a couple swords couple you know it's got my miracles cards in there i mean it's just but you're you're just in that are black and blue are the biggest like by far because they've got so much stuff and then green green has a lot of has a lot of interesting tools plus i like playing green yeah so i bet yeah, if, yeah. if i was on, if i was just totally streamlining it i think it would be totally different um i don't know i think this has been a topic that's been popping up a lot especially like miracles players have been some miracle players salty is like aha look you still got this, this metagame people who are just tired of death right shaman i i, I just can't I just I just can't get behind it. I just feel like I don't I just I just don't see how taking it out really stops the blue mid range I think if you want to stop this kind of deck, you've got to take out the cards that are in it. <laughs> like, uh, and obviously Death rate, Deathrite's in it. But if you want to say like I don't want every deck to be just like a pile of cantrips and the best blue creatures, then you got to take out the cantrips or the blue creatures. Uh, Gataxian Probe, you know, is up is one of not that I would not that I would look at it. In this case specifically, but there are not a lot of cards that are banned in Modern and restricted in Legacy or uh, and restricted in Vintage. The only two that I could think of were Gataxian Probe and Ponder. I mean, there is still something to be said for the fact that the Cantrip engine is just so much is just so the best thing you can be doing. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, in terms of card selection and being able to dig yourself out of bad messes, that that is that's that's. So if you're if you're looking to build a Legacy deck, like What's, how can I make sure I don't die to mana Okay, play cantrips. How do I make sure I don't tie in turn zero? Okay, play force of will. All right. Well, I want to play like a fair game. All right. Well, don't worry. You've got these six creatures that are all just better <laughs> than anything, you know, that we can be doing at a similar mana cost. So, um, I think that you got to start going after them. I, I, I was talking about this a little bit at the shop. Someone said, "Just what about baleful strix going?" And I was like, "I mean, it, it's defensible. It's the same defense. It's the same problem as Snapcaster Mage." Where Baleful Strix is just so efficient that and and can make it so that it just invalidates any other deck trying to go into a mid to late game that uh, it is it's you know possible. Leavold is also a pain to play against, but it's a three color card, you know. Yeah. I just wish it was other colors. That's what that's what it comes down to.
0: Well, I wish it was rug.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, right. So I play. I've been play, playing this zoo deck, you know, just for fun, and it's just I just can't get anywhere with it. I'm not even like. And the thing is, before I was like, "Well, yours, Max, your zoo deck is bad." I actually, have, I actually have lost a bunch of games to non-blue decks with it. Like, it's not like I'm just losing to these blue decks. Um, the only, the only match I can win is Death and Taxes, but I lost to like John, that I lost to Maverick just because you know they had removal and uh, like a big knight or something in the way. Um, but uh, but like, uh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh no. Okay. But so I had the Narnum Renegades in it last night, and then when I was done at the end, I just I just built a rug deck with them, and just to, and just asked my friend to jam some games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I played you know rug Delver, except instead of mongoose, I played Narn uh, Renegades, and instead of Tarmogoyf, I played uh, Hooting Mandrills, because mm-hmm. I wanted to see if that was, and it was pretty good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I definitely Renegades. thought about it. Yeah. The Narnum Renegades, um, like, the trample on the, on the Hooting Mandrels is relevant, as well as, like, dodging uh, K and uh, Baila Push yeah, yeah. and Bolt. Um, and then the Narnum Renegades, like, he, you know, he was playing uh, a Collected Company legacy deck. <laughs> and uh, the Narnum Renegades were good at just sort of, like, daring him to sacrifice his board <laughs> and then play Collected Company in the days. You know, yeah. like, so it's not like, but, like, you're right, like, there hasn't been a Rug card. Right, that's anywhere near as good as Leovold.
0: Well, I think the thing there was. the thing is is like if you look at, you know, you look at the the shell for for Grixis Delver, and you have all these cards that are wonderful and work together, and you know, I can't play Deathrite Shaman to make my deck sort of come together to play like a Leovold kind of card, or you know, uh, to splash somehow to like make that work. But the black blue deck. Uh, not only can can they get the best parts of, of Deathrite Shaman to work, but also that they can be like, ah, well, I'll just play, like, a one-of or a two-of of this, like, off-color card that I can just, like, splash. It's like, you know, it's two of my colors, and then the third one's something else, you know? So yeah. the the fixing there is so much better, and it's, you know, I don't even know what I would want uh, to, to put into Rugdover aside from, like, a card that's like a stifle and a uh, what's and like kills an artifact at the same time, you know? Yeah,
1: right. Well, like a braid was so close, but I thought three damage on a creature was just one too little. Like, you wanted like, to be able to kill, kill a four four. Yeah. You know?
0: If I could kill a thought not seer and an artifact and like choose between the two, if it was like, even if it was like, hey, either or, um, you can do both if you want. You know, then I'd be like, oh, I could, I could play one or two of those. If nine times well, out of ten, you're killing a creature with, with a bolt. You know,
1: I think that, and I, I understand, and I, I, because I, you know, I, when I built the deck, I was like, why do I ever play anything besides this? Like, it just feels so smooth. The deck just, for some reason, there's something about the rug Delver deck that just feels so smooth compared to Grixis Delver, which I have played at other times. And then Grixis Delver, I bet if you don't play Young Pyromancer, you don't feel as incentivized to drop a bunch of lands, you know, and do a bunch of stuff out of out of sequence, but that's part of the deck. But anyway, the deck feels so good and I and I do agree that Deathrite Shaman is like the worst card for that deck. Yeah, I mean, like I mean just because you're it, just
0: doing too it, much stuff and and in...
1: you're doing too much stuff in opposition to it. Yeah. And it would be great, it, but the thing is like I'm looking at like number of viable decks when i when if, if we're talking about what's the problem with the format, and I think like if you got rid of death right and you ended up with like rug being the only delver deck because I do think that is what would happen um because you know the the black versions wouldn't have death right for reach and something else to do on turn one like uh. You know, I think that's I think it would be, I, I like Rug as a deck, but I just feel like then it would just be running into these big these big mana blue decks that are just gonna play on curve and, you know, play around stifle and play basic lands, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean like
1: it, I just feel like I feel like it doesn't it's not gonna take Death Shaman being banned for Rug to be great again like it was before all these other creatures came out or all these other cards came out. Like just the card's fatal push is like a huge game changer. Not, I mean, obviously Nimble Mongoose dodges it and Nimble Mongoose would be better if death rate wasn't around, yeah. but you'd still, you'd still be able to get fatal push on your Goyf and tar and tar I mean, Four and-
0: months ago and everyone was on Sultai, right? Like push proof was, was the answer. Um, playing, playing true names, hooting Mandrills, and, and Nimble Mongooses. I did super well just being like, you can't target my dudes and the ones that you can target are too big to be targeted. And it was it was amazing before Grixis Delver became the deck to play how well I was able to do with with rug.
1: Yeah. Well Grixis, you know, is just, you know, it's able to play anything it wants and any effect it wants really because enchantments are not a thing to worry about right now. Yeah. That's always been the downfall of a Grixis deck was that well you can't kill an enchantment other than, you know, countering it or discarding it. And countering or discarding it is probably enough. Just you know, wait until
0: Elephant Grass gets gets reprinted.
1: I can get the Elephant Grass solemnity going. Um, and then, you know, you have Gurmag Angler, which is probably going to defeat most Tarmogoyfs.
0: Yeah.
1: Unless the Tarmogoyf player has an artifact, right? Or a
0: Planeswalker. Or a Jace. Can, I mean, Tarmogoyf, Tarmogoyf uh, and Jace together on the Gurmag Angler is, is pretty brutal, right? If you've killed... The Jace. Their tarma Wolf is bigger than your guy, if you've not killed the Jace, then you're putting a seven mana creature back into their hand.
1: Yeah. When they've probably lost their whole graveyard. But yeah. the thing is, if you look at any of these Germag Angler decks, they're just able to turbo the thing out so fast. Yeah. Um, the Gataxium probe is a it's a problem there. We need like Fetchland, Cantrip, you know, Fetchland, probe, cantrip. Skirmag Angler, that might work. I don't. I didn't count
0: that all the way. But hmm. uh, what do you think about like a new concept is, that's not banned or restricted, but is like paired? So you can like you only can. play, you know, Gitaxian Probe in your deck if you have Berserk in your deck, or if you have like <laughs> Poison in your deck, or if you have uh, a Storm in your deck.
1: Well, it sounds like. A good Hearthstone mechanic where you could program it in, but it would never work in paper yeah, magic, yeah, unfortunately. Right. There's there's lots of interesting concepts like that that would you know because there there's just, there's definitely a line that gets crossed right with with certain strategies. Like just picking Show and Tell as an example, right? Um, or maybe even Elves as an example. I don't know what Elves used to play before Craterhoof. I do know that Craterhoof is a fucking stupid card.
0: <laughs> they used to play um the the Legend. The like overrun legend.
1: Azuri? Is that it? Yeah, is that yeah. one of the Azuris? When, how long has that even been out? I wonder what it was like before even that, like Verdant Force, right? I mean, yeah. but Jeez. like the thing is like, yeah, like a great a crater hoof hits the field, the thing gives it, the thing itself is often lethal, you know? Yeah. Let alone like how many elves you need untapped with trample and plus seven plus seven to win, you know? Um, and I'm not saying, again, like, I'm just saying from playing Elves and even from playing Storm, like Pass and Flames, right? Like, who decided Pass and Flames was a good idea? Like, yeah. they're 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 just, they're putting these cards, they're, they're releasing these cards into the wild. And what prompted this discussion was reading about, was reading a discussion about Vintage, where the discussion had been, where they decided to, to restrict Gush and Probe, and it didn't do anything, right? Yeah. You know, they went after these you know, sort of enabler spells for mentor, but mentor is still stupidly good. And it's sort of the same that's what and that's, that's what I'm saying about death shaman. Like you can take the Death Shaman out, but true name is still gonna be a pain in the ass and people are just gonna play it on turn three. You know? That's true, yep. You know, where they're gonna hierarch into it. So that's that's what prompted this discussion. You've got like these cards being released into the wild and mentor in Vintage is a good example. Paradoxal outcome in Vintage, another card, you know, where you mm-hmm. like well, this card would be stupid if there's a bunch of zero mana artifacts running around, and there is. You yeah. know, it's like there are real people who play these formats. You know, like True Name Nemesis in the Commander decks was probably like, oh, this is a cute card. Like you name one of your opponents in Commander, and maybe it gives Merfolk a lift in Legacy. Yeah,
0: you and, know? and, and, and we know that card. some other guy is gonna kill it. Like, you know, there's four people in Commander. Some other person is just gonna kill it.
1: They, they need a favor from you, so they'll kill that True Name Nemesis. Yeah, yeah. They'll kill that. How many turns a clock is that in, in Commander? Fourteen. What's fourteen times three? I don't even know. This yeah. Uh oh, guys. Sorry, we're doing math on air. Oh, Thirteen man. times three is thirty-nine. So it's got to be a fourteen-turn clock.
0: <laughs> and this is and this is why I think Commander is the worst format. Stuff like this comes out of Commander. I love Trinity Nemesis, but uh, you know I I also see that like when they print cards for Commander that they think will be like good in other things they're right Those like when you print a good card it's going to be good because you balance it out for commander come on
1: well i mean yeah the thing is like i I like snapcaster mage a whole lot but the card's pretty stupid (laughs) like like it just it just does it just does too much in a format where you can just get all this consistency you know
0: yeah do you know that when i first uh saw snapcaster mage, I didn't realize it targeted a card. I thought it got your whole graveyard. <laughs> Just like a pass yeah. in flames.
1: That would be pretty good.
0: <laughs> Two yeah. of pass in flames?
1: Yeah, well I mean it's it's it is it is in a way. It's like a it's a mini pass in flames or mini augmouse spell that comes with a body and casts some of the most overpowered spells in the history of magic. Yeah. Right?
0: And that's a card that this probably isn't... should have been black
1: or red. I mean, whatever his name is who uh, is on the cover of it, um, wanted it to be blue, and they respected it because it's an invitational card. But boy, I mean, that card was black. If that card was black or red, imagine what we're talking about for a format. You know, because it yeah. would just it would just force you to do other stuff if you had to already be in two colors. You know?
0: Yeah, and I don't think it would have changed standard at all. Like people were already playing those colors together with with that shell, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, you could see, the argument could be that Deathrite Shaman forces you to play blue and black, and that's not really any better, but um, it doesn't really, play. it forces you to play blue and black or blue and green, and the blue and green side isn't really explored except for some of those, like, Bant decks, you know? Yeah. Uh, or, like, something like a Lurin or Food Chain, you know? But food Chain is really only playing... Black, because it has Deathrite Shaman in the deck, you know? Yeah. Um. But it's really a green-blue deck. It's a green-blue combo deck, and you could just replace it with Noble Hierarch and, you know, get the ramp you need. And Alluren, same deal. But I think you just, you know, those decks would probably be pretty good if you lost if you lost this card. But, you know, th- those, those are also Deathrite Shaman decks, and I don't think it's fair to just rip a card away from them that they really need, because they're trying to resolve these clunky big enchantments, and then have a backup plan. Yeah. Like, it's nice to have those decks in Legacy. They're going away because the raw efficiency of the other decks is too much for them. That's what's happening. It's because they can't get their thing online before they get their face kicked in repeatedly by
0: a true name nemesis. You know. So what do Even. you think, if, if you got rid of, if, of one card right now, if you, you could only choose one, what's the card you get rid of to make Legacy a safe place? If I, if,
1: if I had to get rid of one card, I would pick True Name. I think it, it's it got the same problem Counterbalance did. It's not like it's everywhere, but you have to respect it, and you can only answer it in certain ways. And True Name, more than Counterbalance, invalidates a lot of the stuff you could do at a similar mana cost.
0: That's fair. I would get rid of Gurmog Angler. I think the delve spells are just too, too good, and they should have gotten rid of Gurmog Angler back when they got rid of uh, dig and and treasure Cruise have been like, yep, yeah, we made a giant mistake about this. We're just gonna get rid of all of them, just like they did the artifact lands back back. Uh, you know, during Mirrodin block, they're just like, whoops, we screwed up. We're real sorry, and we'll just take those away from you now. We're really sorry that you even had to open those in packs.
1: Yeah, I, I will say this. I I think that I would respect them taking Garamag Angler out a lot. I I mean, I don't know how much of a downgrade Tasker is in Legacy. Um, I mean, Caracas is like a real thing.
0: Caracas is a four very five. Real.
1: It's a four five and not a five five five. And you can only have one of them in play. Yeah. I mean, that's all. That's all real. You can attack
0: into my Tarmogoyf with your four five and kill it.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I would respect. I would respect that move because it would show that, like, yes, we realize delve is a mechanic that we cannot balance in formats that have fetch lands. <laughs> like, it's just that's that is really what it comes down to. I mean, I remember uh, in uh, when, in modern early in the death shadow sort of emergence
0: mm-hmm. when
1: in fact was also around who were saying like, this is just become immense being a problem, right? Yeah. Like you just can't have a delve spell. That's, that's so over the top. Like these other cards were, I assume and that that they were going
0: to get rid of uh, become immense, but they never did.
1: Yeah. Um, the del- delve is just a dumb mechanic that for any, 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 especially in formats and the synergy is just too insane. Um, but yeah, so I, I wouldn't I, I don't disagree with you. I, I just but I I think that uh, I don't think there's enough of a downgrade from Gurma I think I'm just looking at the Delver deck. I don't know it's nice to have a, just a pure five five. So maybe Tasker's just enough. I don't yeah. know. But I think if you take out Trinity Nemesis, you open the um open the format up for other three mana. Creatures of different types and different strategies besides just like, you know, cave your face in with my weird merfolk knife.
0: Yeah. Um, I love that weird merfolk knife. <laughs> what is that thing? It's like a Batla. Yeah, dude. It's like, yeah, it's exactly uh, Batla. For, for those of you uh, not, not in the know, Batla is the thing that Worf has in Star Trek.
1: There's other one, one other quick thing I wanted to hit before we get off this topic. And that is, I I didn't mention what might be like an elephant in the room for some people, and that's Delver of Secrets. To me, Delver is a fine card because it imposes a deck building restriction. Yeah,
0: that's what I've... I was talking about before. Like you can only play this card if you play this card, you know. Like, yes. and that's what Delver basically is. Like you can't play Delver in a in a Merfolk deck if you just want a flyer, right. you know. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> you can't play it if you want to have like. 20 21 lands and a couple planeswalkers in your deck either right no um and that's why i think it's okay i think it's also it also feels like a blue creature whereas um some of these other cards like true name and Leopold and failful don't really feel like blue
0: they just are blue so they're good it feels like an artifact creature you know like true name nemesis, it feels like an artifact creature that has indestructible you know like well like
1: that's champion <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just it's exactly it feels like that's champion yeah. it's a three minute look, at, look card at the hoops
1: that... got yeah, you look at the hoops you gotta jump through to get that champion to work, and that's just a two two
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well, we went on for an hour. I had to get some of that stuff off my chest. when are you playing when are you playing magic this week
0: uh no uh so I think I'm gonna take off on Thursday because I really. Uh, I've really been having fun with Hearthstone lately, and I'm going to try. Uh, if you if you check out the um podcast, the the uh, hipsters of the Coast site today, I've got a article up for Hearthstone. Um, but I, I really want to try and get Legend uh, this month, and I've never done it before. And I'm really close, but man, I'm just going back and forth between rank three and rank five, which is really yeah. frustrating. Well, How about good you? luck. <laughs>
1: I played last night. Um, and I will be in New York next week, so hopefully we'll get to run into each other at yeah. Nebulous. Gotta come in town for work. Gonna bring my deck and try and jam a couple games back on the East Coast. Awesome. What deck that will be, I don't know. Maybe it'll be this Narnam Renegade Rug deck because I won't have built anything else. And that's the <laughs> last thing I had to get there.
0: <laughs> I might I might go back to uh, Infect. I've been I've been going two and one with uh, with Storm, which is fine, but um, I'm thinking I can do that. All right, we'll have a good time. Stop! Night, man. Thank stop I need more stuff. Can you see? I need more stuff. It's time we Keep it up with the Joneses. Stop! Stop! I stuff. Can you see? I need more stuff. It's time we Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep am up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. All right. Where does he get those wonderful toys?